Hey, everybody. Usually we are answering questions that you guys have asked us, but today we're giving you some unsolicited advice. And that advice is going to be about concerts and attending large events. Welcome back to the San Bernardino Police Briefing Room. It's Jose Castro, and with me is Michelle Mahan. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jose. You know, uh, unsolicited advice. It's funny you say that. Yes. I, I feel like somebody's uncle or dad telling them things that they should have done or could do better. Yeah. But in reality, we've been to so many concerts in our tenure here at the department that we have a lot of information that we wish to share with other people. Yeah. And generally, I, you know, I'm a believer and don't give unsolicited advice. Just yeah. give it when people ask for it. Yeah. And we try to follow that rule here on the podcast. But, but yeah, <laughs> it seems like it's a good time to talk about how to keep yourself safe at events. So we've got some ideas. Yeah. I mean, things are are coming around where we're having these events on a pretty regular basis. You know, the world is opening up again and it's not just about safety, but it's also about being comfortable and Mm -hmm. making the best of these shows because they're becoming, you know, these large scale events that are several days and you're paying quite the pretty penny for these tickets. So you might as well get the most you can out of it. Yeah. And we want you to feel confident that you have some strategies to uh, move safely through these events and to cope with whatever comes your way during those events. So that's what we're all about today. Yeah. And some of these are safety concerns. Some of these are just common sense. Yeah. And I guess if if everybody had common sense, we'd be out of jobs. Right. Common sense is not common. (laughs) So, um, you know, some of these might seem a little bit basic, but some of these might be good ideas to you. So take what you can out of this. We hope that it's helpful. Yeah. You know, speaking of safety, it all begins before you even get to the venue. Yes. You know, the first thing that I would do is tell someone not attending the show where you will be going. So the hotel you'll be staying at, the car you'll be driving, who you're going with, that sort of information, when you plan to be back. Yeah, exactly. How many days are you going? And you know, I think that's a really good basic practice because if you go MIA, missing in action, Mm -hmm. somebody should know when to report you missing and somebody should be able to tell their local police department where you were last known to be. And this goes for anything like a road trip or vacation, going on a hike, not just necessarily a concert, but it's it's good to keep that in mind for concerts. When I go visit my family out of state, usually somebody here knows where I'm going or some member of my family who is not going with me knows where I'm going so that if I don't report in at some point, they can they can say, hey, somewhere between here and there is where you need to look for her. Yeah. When you're going to the venue, another thing to for communication, it's a good point to make sure that you have your phone charger. Yeah. You know, you might not necessarily need an extra battery pack or something, but at least the cable. You know, most yeah. of us have cables that can be swapped, but make sure that you have a cable because the batteries tend to drain a little faster for several reasons. Number one is you're recording more. Yes. Your, you know, photos and video. Yeah. But also when there's so many people on that, uh, on that cell tower, your phone your is, phone's active a is lot. always trying to get that signal and it actually drains yeah. the battery a lot faster. Now, and I would say you definitely want to start the event with a full charge on your battery. Yeah. And I don't mean like get in your car, drive to it with full charge. I mean, when you get out of your car and start walking in, you should have a full charge at that point. And I am a fan of having a charger with you at least somebody in your group having a charger with you, because if at some point during the event, your battery starts running low, you may not be able to get back into the event once you exit. So have a way of charging or check and see if the event has a charging station. Some of them will have charging stations that you can use there, but have some way of recharging your battery if you find that it has run low. 
Yeah, you made a good a good point, Michelle. Some of the venues don't let you get back to your car once you're inside. Right. But getting back to your car is always something you're going to want to do at the end of the show. Yes. So make sure you you know know where you're parked, either by dropping a pin in your location on your phone so that you know where it is, or become familiar with the area so that you can find your way back to your car. Yeah. And you know, that's a, that is one of those things where we talk about seems like basic advice, but you would not believe how many people ask officers after these events or security, can you help me find my car? Yeah. And then we say, well, where are you parked? And they say, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That happens all the time. So please figure out where you parked your car. Everybody who has a cell phone should drop a pin where you get out of your car at. And then, you know, another little bit to go with that. That is maybe take a picture of your license plate so that if the car is not there when you come back, you know what your license plate is. Because that's another thing that people don't know is their own license plate. Right, right. That's good. Actually, that's a very good tip. And it'll also help the officers be able to look for your car if you find yourself in a position where you truly can't find your car. Yeah. And you know, that a couple of things that look, that photo will sometimes have your location as well. Yes. So sometimes you're just not looking where you left your car. That right. happens a lot at those venues. Dirt parking lots look like dirt parking lots. Yeah. So it can be confusing sometimes. You know, Michelle, while you're driving to the venue, I always make it a point to get hydrated. Yes. And, and that means water. Right. You know, not beer. Yeah, exactly. For no several reasons. Cars. Yeah, exactly. For several reasons. But obviously you don't know, you're going to go several hours yeah. without drinking water. So you might as well get hydrated before you get right. to the venue. And a lot of times these venues have water stations where they give you free water. But the lines are long. The lines are yeah. long and you might not be patient enough to wait in them. So start off from a good point, especially in the summertime, you are out there in the heat. It can get really, really hot. You would be surprised uh, at how much water you lose just being out there walking around. Yeah. Then when, start dancing around and it's over. Yeah. When you're at the venue, remember to stay hydrated. Yes. Don't necessarily just rely on the water you yeah. drink. You got to keep drinking throughout the day. So and, you might have to deal with the long line at the water station. Yeah. And eat something. Yes. You know, it's, if you're, you know, usually if you're going to drink, you should eat something so that Mm -hmm. you can, uh, you can slow the absorption of alcohol. Right. But, uh, also just so that you can, you know, maintain some wits about you so that you're not falling out because you're so hungry. Yeah. Your blood sugar drops, uh, and that makes you physically weak or there's this thing that could happen to you. You might get hangry. I have a problem with that myself where, you know, maybe you're less patient when people are bumping into you and things like that. Yeah, and I've seen people get pretty hangry at, at raves. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's how the fight started. Yeah. Right. So try not to let yourself get hangry and watch out for your friends. Cause usually the person who's telling me we need to feed you is my husband. He's very <laughs> attuned to when I'm hangry. So, um, you know, take care of those kinds of things. You know, and, and while you're at it, avoid getting overly intoxicated. Pe- yes. People are going to enjoy themselves at these concerts. People are going to are mm-hmm. going to drink alcohol. People are going to, and you know, sometimes they're going to take recreational drugs. Right. You know. We're but, not endorsing that. No, not but at all. But we recognize that it the, sometimes happens. The problem is getting overly intoxicated and then it becomes a health concern. Right. You know, so try to avoid that. And, and especially don't take any drugs or drinks from strangers. Please. No. And, you know, sometimes we hear of incidents where people took drugs from some guy that was in the crowd and they asked if they had something, you know, that stuff. Don't take things and put them in your body that you don't know what it is. You might be getting poisoned. You might not be getting what you think you're getting. Um, And for sure, watch the top of your open drink. 
you know, make sure nobody's yep. dropping anything in it, you know, for sure. Yeah. Keep your, your money, your phone. Yes. And please. your valuables tucked away. Don't just leave them out where anybody right. with sticky fingers can grab them. Yeah. And I would say that, uh, really applies to the cell phones, especially, um, we see all the time with people are just walking around with their cell phone in their hands. It gets snatched out of their hands by somebody else who's walking the opposite direction. And then they're without their phone. Yeah. And you know, before you even get to the venue, plan ahead. Don't wear that expensive piece of jewelry that can be easily snatched off of you. Right. Listen, criminals are opportunists. And if you are not a good opportunity for them, they're going to move on and pick somebody else to pick on. Yep. So if you decide that you want to text or make a phone call, do it, you know, away from a crowd so that somebody yeah. can't uh, uh, take advantage of that opportunity. When I end up in crowded places, I actually have a little bit of a texting strategy. I take out my phone and I tuck it up against my body because I text okay. with one thumb, oh, right? Okay. So I can hold my phone and text with that thumb. And then I take my left hand because that's my weak hand and I put it over the top of the, the phone. So at the top of the phone, I kind of cap it. So I'm pressing it against my body hmm. so that you couldn't, if you tried to snatch my phone from me, you can't actually touch my phone. So it's kind of like this little tucking maneuver where I have the bottom of the phone where the speaker would be is touching my torso. The top of the phone where the camera would be is capped by my hand and my thumb is texting away. You know, and it's funny, a lot of times we see people that they're actually using their phones and texting. It's texting other people at the venue to right. meet somewhere. Yeah. That could be avoided altogether if yes. even before getting there, you identify a meetup spot inside of the venue so that you can, so that you can get together with your friends. Right. And if you get separated, you can rejoin them at that meetup location. Yes. I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that's a really wise tactic, not just for you and your friends at a concert or a rave, but for you and your kids at Disneyland, yeah. you know, you yep. walk into a place and right away show them this right here. This is where we're going to come to if we have a problem and stand there and take a look around, you know, and absolutely. Yeah. When you are at a concert where maybe you're going to get a little bit of drinking going on and things like that, you need to really um, prepare and come up with a meeting spot. And I say that also because you might lose your phone. You maybe you do get your phone exactly. stolen exactly. and um, you need to have a place where you can meet your friends. Or it runs out of battery. Or it runs out of battery. Yeah. Hopefully that's the reason why you can't communicate um, instead of your phone is stolen. But that's also why we endorse everybody needs to drop a pin on where the car is. Because if one of your group of four gets their phone stolen and that happens to be the only person who dropped the parking pin, then everybody else is stuck. So if everybody drops those pins, that way you have some redundancies in the phone and things like that. Yeah. And remember, not just a meeting location inside of the venue, but at the end of the night when yes. everything's done, if you get separated at the very least, if you don't see them throughout the night, you'll know how to be able, you, you'll know where to meet them to go home. Right. And when you talk about that, I usually pick the car. If all else fails, if our internal meeting place does not work, look for me at the car. Yeah. I will go there. But I do see some people, they're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to establish a good meeting place. And usually they say, I'll meet you at the front gate. Well, at the end of a concert, usually there's a large group that is moving out through the front gate. Or the front gate behind becomes the back gate. Right. Yes. 
that does happen. But either way, you're not seen easily because there's a lot of people. And what does the front gate mean? Does that mean, or the back gate? What does that mean? Does that mean inside the back gate, outside the back gate? Uh, There's a big space, you know, so be specific. So I, again, say go to the location and stand there. If there's two lost and found tents, specify which one, if that's going to be your meeting place. Exactly. You know, things like that. You know, while you're inside of the show, enjoying yourself, keep an eye out for where security guards or police officers are so that in case you need help, you know where you should go. Yeah. At least in that general direction. Right. As opposed to when you're in panic mode and then you're looking around and everybody looks like, uh, like a concert goer. Yeah. And the reason we say that is because those security folks and the police officers that are in the venue, they're looking around, but they can't see everything. So you might need help before they see you. So you need to know where to go. And also uh, a quick tip is a lot of times security officers at these events are at fixed posts. So they will be there the whole night or somebody will be there the whole night. So you can go directly to that location and know that somebody will be there. So especially target those areas where you see a security officer whether they're at a doorway or a gate of some kind, you know, those kinds of locations are great places to know where they're at. You know, Michelle, something else that comes up is dealing with crowds. Yes. You know, we've been in isolation for so long. People have been, you know, six feet away from each other. Right. And and being told to stay that way. But now that we're kind of normalizing again. Everybody's together. Yeah. And they're getting physically close. You know, and there have been in the past, there have been incidents of, of people getting hurt uh, yeah. due to crowds, you know, uh, you know. Uh, they call it crowd crush. The crowd crush or, yeah. or, or sometimes it's uh, like a mosh pit or something. Right. Depending on the type of music. Right. So some of the things that I would suggest to somebody is, you know, I prefer to stay on the outside edge of the crowd. I do too. Anyway. I don't like being surrounded. Right. I do too. And as much as possible, we recommend that you uh, also try to keep yourself close to the edge of the crowd. Why do you do that though, Jose? I do it. I I mean, I know you don't like being surrounded, but there's a reason why you probably don't like being surrounded. I I do it so it's easier to get another beer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Jose wants access to... The beer, but, um, and I, and I, I might want access to the bathroom or, you know, I mean, there's lots of reasons to do it, but I think the bottom line is you need to be able to quickly leave. And I'm also one of those people that I just don't like that feeling of being surrounded a little bit of a claustrophobic kind of a feeling. So I'm just generally less comfortable. But Michelle, not everybody can be the, uh, no the edge brownie, I guess there. Yeah. Somebody has to be in the middle yeah. of a crowd. So if you're in a tight crowd, uh, you know, one of the things that I've seen is, uh, folding your arms. Yeah. Uh, and so that way you just have that little bit of buffer between you and the person in front of you. Yeah. And you can, uh, you can breathe a little easier that way too. Yeah. And I think we see this kind of in a different you know, a way, depending on how everybody wants to carry their own body. Some people, um, and even, Jose, as he was talking about that, demonstrated how deep he does it, where he folded his arms across the front of his body. For me, I literally just bend my arms at my elbows. I I actually kind of hold them up to the side. So my hands are actually up almost near my shoulders. And so it's like I've got these little extra buffers. Okay. So there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, you know, watch any police officer move through the crowd. We usually have our elbows out a little bit too. We're accommodating gun belts, things like that. Yeah. That's usually because our stuff's at our side, but it does create space. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, the crowds that we've seen here, although they're, they're 
they're together, there's always room to move through the crowd. Right, you right. Know, it's these sudden shifts in, in crowd movement that create these situations. And if you're in one of these situations, don't panic. Right. If you end up in an overly crowded situation, you if you panic, remember, you use more oxygen. Right. You're huffing and puffing. And that's going to lead to more panic. Right. Right. And that feeling of insufficient oxygen is absolutely going to exacerbate the situation, make you more panicky, and you're going to just start consuming more and more oxygen. And when you start doing that, you're breathing deeper, you need more space. So you're going to feel it just even more acutely. So it's going to keep going. So do your best to settle yourself and try not to use up more oxygen by panicking. Definitely, um, if there's somebody nearby that you think you can be heard, certainly call out for help. But when you're in a crowd, especially at a concert where there's loud music and the crowd is cheering, you're probably not going to be heard. So in that case, I, I would recommend kind of save your breath and work more on the movement through the crowd. Yeah. And when you're moving through, always think about walking sideways. You'll blade your shoulders yeah. and you'll be able to slip through the smaller, uh, you know, the smaller cracks of people. Right easier than if you were to keep your shoulders straight, straight, squared across. Yeah. And you know, uh, police officers, we have a tendency to walk that way through these crowds. Also, we don't usually walk just straight on in a straight line. And so if you're in a crowded situation, you shouldn't really expect that that's going to be the case for you either. You're probably going to have to slip through the crowd. Now, Michelle, if someone is on the ground, yeah. if you can pick them up, if they need help getting picked up, then try to do it. But if you can't do it, sometimes it is safer to tap somebody on the shoulder and, and point at the person on the ground. And that way that you, yeah. can, you can pick somebody up off the ground without falling Coming on the ground yourself. Yeah. You usually know when somebody's on the ground, when your feet encounter some different surface, right? So you're in a crowd yep. and all of a sudden there's something soft beneath you. And the first bit of advice here would be look down and see what's down there. Maybe you stepped on a mound of grass and the surface changed, but maybe there's a person down there. So the next problem is, though, is if there's a person down there, we don't want to leave them down there. Certainly you need to react. But if you bend over, you now are off balance yourself. You might be pushed forward and end up on the ground with them. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny uh, when I was younger and I used to attend more concerts, it was, you know, the, the mosh pits, you know, going to the mm -hmm. Lincoln park concerts yeah. at, uh, at, yeah. at the Coliseum. I remember a couple of mosh pits and it was always, if somebody falls, help them up. Right. That was the etiquette. And that yeah. should be the etiquette of any type of concert, regardless yeah. of music. If somebody falls, help them up. That should be common sense etiquette for being a human being. Right. And when you bend forward and, and go to help them up because you're being a decent human being, because you might be off balance, you might end up on the ground. So that's why I say you should tap the person next to you and say, hey, help me pick this person up. Tell them what you're trying to do so that they feel that call of human decency to help you. Yeah. These are, I mean, you know, these are but a few tips. Yeah. I mean, remember you're going to be in different situations. Sometimes it's going to be a crowd where there's plenty of, of, of freedom of movement. But right. if you're in that situation where it's a little tighter, remember, don't panic, uh, you know, try to help somebody yeah. that does go down and, you know, just, you know, create a little bit of separation, even if that means being five feet further away from the stage than you were a second right. ago. Okay. So let's talk about what happens if you do go down. Let's say you're the one who's down on the ground. I guess it all goes back to trying your best not to fall and right. putting yourself into this position to begin with. Right. If you do fall, trying to get up as quickly as you can, 
It's important. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where you can't, protecting your vitals, your face, your right. head, your neck, and your, you know, your, your chest area. Yeah. And then as soon as you have that opening, getting up, Get as, up. Quick as, as quick as you can. Yeah. That's probably the best way to handle it. Absolutely. So I guess, Michelle, we've talked about, you know, preparedness before and after and during, yeah. you know, worst case scenarios. But in reality, hopefully you don't have to deal with any of this. You have right. yourself a good, a good time. But if you do remember... If something is going wrong, notify security person or whoever you can from the yeah. event and be clear. A lot of times we'll get, oh my gosh, tell my friend. And, and you're going, what? Yeah. What? And all Speak it was, slowly. Oh, my, I'm my friend. And it, you know, what? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And that happens all the time. So yes, absolutely remember that you are talking to somebody who doesn't know what's going on. So you're going to have to explain yourself completely and you're going to have to speak in a, in a way that is going to allow you to be heard over the music. Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing too. You could be uh, telling them, you know, articulating exactly what it is, but if you got to kind of yell to get into somebody's right, ear at those events. Right. So if that means cupping at your, your mouth so that they can hear you, <laughs> then, then do what you have to do. You know, but don't let your friends get overly intoxicated so you don't need to go get help for them. That might right. be another thing. Or that you get into trouble because your friend decided to pick a fight with a mountain exactly. and you can't <laughs> fight the mountain. Yeah. And look, unless you're willing to accept the risks, avoid the mosh pit. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens in mosh pits. And yeah. if you are not up for the challenge... Stay out of it. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's an etiquette. There's yeah. an etiquette to it. But if you don't want to deal with it, then stay on the sides. You know. It's closer to the beer line. Yes. And on another note, if you're going to bring children to a concert, please make sure that you think about the concert, the venue, and the entertainment that's going to be there and make a determination about how age appropriate is this concert for your kiddo. And if it is, great. Have a good time. And if it's not, rethink that. And, and do the right thing. And even if the concert itself is age appropriate, there might be certain situations like yeah. a crowd, like a mosh pit, like, a, you know, uh, somebody, a fight occurring yeah. where you would want to retreat because of your child. Right. And you might on a different occasion remain in the area, but you have to remember that you're the one taking care of your child. Right. And so maybe you, what you would normally do as a single or a, a part of a group at that concert, when you got your kids with them, you're just behaving a little bit differently. And this one goes not only for concerts, but life in general. Yeah. Wear sensible clothing and shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to be comfortable with these things. I mean, it's kind of funny, but in reality, we've seen it so many times. People are are walking around limping because they have blisters or mm -hmm. they showed up to the event on a January day and it was 65 degrees, but sunny. Yes. And then as soon as the sun went down, it dropped down to 40 degrees and that gets a little chilly. That t-shirt and those shorts are no longer the best yeah. thing to be wearing at that time. Yeah. And I am, uh, I'm funny about shoes. Um, when my feet hurt or my feet get cold, I get a little bit grumpy. Uh, so I would say, uh, ladies, those shoes might look nice, but do they look nice when your ankles are bleeding from the blisters? <laughs> we hope that all of you who are planning on attending concerts in the near future can do so safely. We hope this has been helpful for you. Yeah. If you have any tips of your own, feel free to leave them in the comments. We'd yeah. love to hear them and share them with the rest of our listeners. And if you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. Right. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Nextdoor, and Twitter. We're there. And that's the best place to leave your comments. We'll also leave an email link in the show notes so that you can 
send us any questions or comments directly. We'd love to hear from you. All right. That's our podcast for today. I'm Michelle Mahan. And Jose Castro reminding everyone to have fun at concerts, but remember, be safe. Oh, oh, oh.